I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Andy Gray. Hi, I'm Richard Keyes. And this is Fluid Football. And it goes, and it goes, and it goes. You're too impatient. Ball goes through there. Go on, we're scoring. <laughs> One. Oh, oh. Take him in there. I now want him in here. I want him round the back. Oh, oh, got it. I'm, I'm looking at working the ball. The thing that we want people to have, and this is enjoyment. Oh. You won't want it again. Pencils out, people. It's the football ramble, and uh, it's uh, week two of ramble, but week one of Premier League. Oh, what a show we've got! We're still gymless, though. But Pete's here. What can I say, Mr. And Luke Check joins me, Marcus. Let's start with the question, which is inspired by a certain Alan Pardew. If you could push over anyone, who would it be, Pete? Uh, mine would be a Newcastle footballer. Yes. Gabby Obertan, because he's got a massive heavy head <laughs> and perpetual motion and inertia would dictate that he just keep on rolling and rolling and rolling. Hit an advertising hoarding, mm-hmm. end up in the press box, so that'd be spectacular and fun. Brilliant. Yeah. 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 I'm sure there's an equation as well which could say that he would never stop rolling. Yeah, light bulb head plus yeah. push. Uh, you think you say his head looks like a light bulb. I think it looks like a dinosaur egg. <laughs> How many, how many dinosaur eggs could you run, run into? Well, the scene in Jurassic Park where they find out the <laughs> dinosaur has been mating. Oh, so the film, the film that for uh, a start, about the the real thing that happened. Oh, <laughs> clever girl. <laughs> <laughs> we needed to get it out of the way. Yeah. So you're going over town with his big yeah. head. With his big head. So big old head. Good old, good old. He looks like his own. Um, you know those little match players that you used to get. Yeah, the big heads. Yeah. Like match attacks, like something like that. I was once uh, threatened by a bully um, because I kicked his uh, <laughs> little brother's uh, head. Cantona over a football post, and uh, his head fell off. Oh no! Oh no! Mm. My giddy aunt. Sorry to start the show on such a bad I'm, note. I'm bullying. Um, uh, Luke, I'm going to go for Paul Alcock. <laughs> right, because Paolo Di Canio pushed him over once and looked like he had a bloody good time. <laughs> <laughs> So I think, I think the good thing about pushing Paul Alcock is yeah. he obviously is keen to be pushed because he obviously chucks himself on the floor at yeah. the same time. So I feel like I feel really strong while doing mm-hmm. it. And if yeah. you pushed him at a certain angle, you would find out whether he is Alcock or not. <laughs> <laughs> it Decan- was too, too easy. Yeah, it too easy. Uh, Decanio did a lovely uh, bit of talking in the week. Uh, I didn't see that. He, he <laughs> I'm sure he'd done a bit of talking, but he, uh, basically, <laughs> he, basically, he was basically um, getting annoyed with the modern uh, state of footballers going, you buy a gold watch, you have uh, Range Rover, you fix you you are 23 no one to play football no Is more the guy from the then, no but then he started going <laughs> but then he started going you can't you can't and it because he was so furious it sounded oh, like no, he was just swearing no. you can't you can't I'm pretty sure he did that all of last season as well go so. for cannot like in that my um, Alan Partridge episode no Alan you can't you can't there's no need for that <laughs> <laughs> excellent who's yours who's yours to push over big sep 
Oh yeah, obviously. And the reason why is I'd like to do that thing, <coughs> which um, I get um, one of you guys to go down on all fours behind him, mm. and it would be the most because there's um, there's talk now, isn't there? Somebody said to him, I forget who has basically said, "Sep, sort out FIFA, or you're gone." And mm. I'd really like it for him to go in front of a big, uh, big crowd. To, you know, be a bit of a surprise. Yeah. You're no longer needed, Mister Blatter, as he's about to maybe hand out a trophy. One of you lot behind him, push him over, over he falls, just to humiliate. Don't him. involve me because I don't like. I'm not going to get involved in pushing over a pensioner. No, you're not. I'll do the pushing. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll go, I'll go behind Oi, him. I'll that, go behind him. That's a big pension. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Could you not just push an Ottoman behind him? Imagine how much a FIFA pension would be. Oh, big. Big, Billions. big talk, big Billions. talk. Um, who's got the points? Uh, go on, Allcock. Yes, thank you very much. Otherwise known as Luke Moore. Mm. Definitely, definitely. He's got cock in his name. Uh, <laughs> indeed. Without further ado, let's go to the Premier League. It's the first weekend of the season and it's under our belts. <laughs> and we're going to start with the Champions, where we saw Ricky Lambert celebrate. Ricky Lambert celebrate! I think I, think I heard Martin Tyler masturbate at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was giving it the big one, wasn't he? And this is the best league ever. He did, he ever, went ever into one. Be. He ever probably imagined. went into one about that. Did he? And, and for, it's it's towards embarrassing, the end of the game, wasn't yeah, it? Towards the end of the game, and uh, Gary Neville was sort of bigging him up. But the same Martin time, Tyler. Yeah, they kept they kept trying to sort of make the point, but at the same time there was football happening. They kept the cut into it. <laughs> it's a little bit confused. <laughs> well, but the Man City won three two against Southampton in a game that I'm not sure if anyone's noticed was quite similar to the QPR game. That's definitely not been mentioned. <laughs> definitely not been mentioned. And that is Manchester City, not Manchester United. Oh, by yeah. the way, yeah. Hold the hands Good up right for last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got them. something wrong about Scotland, but I can't remember what it is. Uh, That's the spirit. As long as you don't get Glasgow and Edinburgh, <laughs> it was going for uh, sorry, uh, million pound drug. Yeah. That it was, it was <laughs> deal with that. Yeah. So you know, don't let them behind the curtain. Um, yeah, City won three two, and for a, a glorious few moments, we thought that Southampton might um, have a major upset. I wouldn't call them glorious. No, no. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> for the neutral, yeah, and I mean, non people. When they went two one up, you, uh, I was obviously ambivalent about it because I don't ever want to see Southampton win. But at the same time, I was sort of thinking, this is what it's all about. <laughs> It was a lovely break for the goal as well. Oh, superb. Like yeah, absolutely three superb. On two. One, mm. one thing that, was, that really stuck out in that game for me was the da- David Silva penalty, which was right. so bad. Yeah. It almost made, and he is so good that it almost made you feel there was some sort of glitch in the matrix. But that can't happen. <laughs> <laughs> How can he strike a ball so bad? I mean, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think he's had his one, though, isn't he? With, yeah. with penalties we've all seen we've seen Pirlo miss a dink before Lineker when he should have had his 49th goal for England that was yeah. an awful penalty yeah. Maradona took an awful penalty in 1990 just that all off the top of my head or David, or David Silva just missed one there yeah, so. that's almost certainly true so good to get it out the, out the way on the first day of the season I'd say maybe he was just seeing Shane Long the day before and thought I could do yeah so um, Sergio Aguero got injured hmm that's bad news. I'm not, not sure like how serious it is. I'll be at the stage. Yeah, we don't like to see the, the best player. Well, any player get injured, of course. Mm. Um, there was rumours that it was a cruciate. Oh dear, that's what uh, I, I think. Test on, on the sideline. It's one of those things where I believe I've got to wait for the swelling to go down before they can scan it. We shall have to wait. Um, Jack Rodwell started mm. in a midfielding position. Not in libero, but we can still hope. Not in libero. Well, they didn't go for a back three. No. So when that back they were, three, they were back three at times. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, do you think Rodwell is he a possible replacement slash cover for Gareth Barry? Not on that form. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think I didn't think it was a stellar debut. If I'm honest, I mean, no. is, is it him who gave the ball away for the Lambert goal? I think so. Which was an excellent finish. And, and the thing with Lambert is, um, we talked maybe a bit a bit last week about how he's looked a little bit shaky in pre-season and how maybe he's found his level mm. and he may not have an impact in the Premier League. But in fairness to him he came on and scored beautiful goal one thing I will say to that, that, that though is it's never really in doubt that he can he can finish in that way I mean if you think about it, that sort of that sort of um, 
side of finishing is, is not going to be any different whatever league the loose in. ball sort of yeah thing. it's just it's just the whether he'll be a, consistently yeah. be afforded the space or be able, to, be able to sort of take the pace and stuff well he has to start I mean like, brilliant start yeah absolutely but, but, it's, but it's quite no but he has to start matches I suppose oh of course well, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A, and it was an interesting decision well yeah the Brazilian um, uh, Do Padre uh, De, pra- De Prado yeah. Prado yeah sorry um, was played instead I mean Lambert and Billy Sharp were on the bench I was slightly mm. surprised at that do you think it's just because um, possibly Rodriguez and that give them a bit more energy and they need to be all well maybe yeah if they've gone for a 4-3-3 hot day as well not going to have much of the ball are they not going to have much of the ball hmm. um, uh, Southampton though they look as though they've wrapped up the signing of Uruguayan international Gaston Ramirez from Bologna for nearly 12 million it's a big oh, signing get your, get your money on the table he looks rather like Kenny, Kenny Pervy for me do you reckon yeah he's got quite sort of like he's got a lovely sort of a hard face but um, a lover's face I, I, won't <laughs> <laughs> I, won't be able to, I won't claim to be the author of this information because no. people just think it's me being bitter about Southampton you know, which, which I am mm-hmm. but this is not relevant <laughs> to this um, a few South American um, people like Rupert and, and Tim Vickery and that have said that, um, that he may not be that great in the Premier League no. 1.6 well, key passes in Serie A last, uh, last year but they didn't score that many um, he made one Scott. point. He made. He made one I don't know how you make a sixth of a key pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously average, um, that, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a little strange. But they, they, they didn't score many goals. Yeah. Well, Ramirez is is talking big hmm. ahead of his move there. He said the English club has reached an agreement with me. It's the classic offer that you can't refuse. Yeah. So money yeah, has been put on the table. Yeah. But I think that's fine, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, no, I'm not that, complaining. Yeah. Not complaining. Yeah. It's the model. <laughs> <laughs> he went on to say, I will be essential. And uh, above all, they're going to grow. His <laughs> club, rather than his balls, probably. Yeah. Um, uh, they have told me they're going to build, and that is very stimulating. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this, Kevin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I liked um, Tevez's goal. I know he's slightly offside, but um, the finish, he gave the keeper the eyes, didn't he? Yeah, See yeah. it? Yeah. Lovely one. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they, they clawed it back, didn't they? Um, uh, put them under all sorts of pressure. Poor old Southampton, Nasri, and, and Dzeko, yeah. the other way around. And Well, they got out of jail, City. Yeah. Sign of a good three team, points. Etc. Etc. It was a compulsive match. A compulsive match. Fiver. And they got compulsive three points <coughs> for winning. Um, so uh, good start for both teams, really. Do you know what I mean? Southampton will certainly be encouraged a lot by I th- that. I think I don't think they'd have been too uh, well. They'd be happy with the, with, they, with the way they played. Yeah. They probably would have been reasonably happy to play them first day of the season like that because yeah. they're not all, necessarily going to be firing on all cylinders. They're not in their groove. That's right. Yeah, you got to play them at some point. It's the toughest game of the season out of the way. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You don't want to play them in in, de- in December when you get that run of games over Christmas and they're on the back of about eight wins in a row you don't want to plan them then <laughs> no that's right um, uh, one of the other newly promoted sides Aston Villa at home is not the toughest game they will face this season and it no. was West Ham and they won 1-0 and Kevin Nolan's back yeah mm. that was at West Ham that game wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, home to Aston Villa yeah, yeah and, there was, and there was a missed Carlton Cole chance which is uh, that's when you know the season's back <laughs> is it really back <laughs> it is now yeah I think the first yellow card might have gone to Stoke as well now we're on <laughs> lovely stuff well yeah so it was a good one for West Ham but Reading uh, got a, la- a last min pen yeah, and it Stokes, was a good. Stokes' goal was terrible. Uh, goalkeeper, oh, <laughs> Rob Green esque. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was good for Reading that they got a point. Um, I felt for Federici because he's been. I, I saw him play um, at the Medeski last season, and the, and he was excellent. Really was good. Yeah, and I think with goalkeepers, it's a, it's a different sort of um, thing, isn't it? And there's nothing to say the goalkeepers can't perform in the Premier League at mm. the top level mm. if they perform the Championship because they're either decent or they're not, you know. Uh, and so um, I, I felt for him. I think he will have a good season, though. Yeah. So I win a draw and a loss for our three newly promoted sides. Yeah, a mixed bag. Mixed bag. Uh, Chelsea started the season. Stopped what well, started the match against Wigan incredibly well. Two goals in about seven minutes. Eden Hazard was at the centre of uh, much of what they did. Nice assist and won the 
penalty. Yeah, he was slagging him off pre-season, so that he hadn't really performed up to his high standards. But yeah, well, he wasn't great in the community shield, was he? Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he was excellent against Wigan. I really did. And, and but in fairness, on the other hand, um, I didn't think Wigan were too bad. They should have scored. And Gomez, oh, it's mm. really weird when you see a player do an overhead kick like that and connect so well. It's so close, <laughs> and it flashes wide. It's quite a long way wide as well, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was like what. You were expecting to burst the destiny. Net, you know? He adjusted yeah. his body well, and, and the technique was superb, wasn't yeah. it? But it was quite a long way wide. The thing about the, the, the game against Chelsea is, as you said, they, they conceded a couple very early on, but overall they weren't bad. No, they weren't. They, they knocked it about nicely. Um, it was just they, they got they started off, they were still on the beach. First 10, 15 minutes, they were dreadful. <laughs> After that, the they, they were okay though. Yeah, lamps opening his account. Yeah, mm. uh, but no, I thought Azar was, was was good. I mean. He it was the type of play when he won the penalty. He won that penalty. Mm. Yeah, he went over a little bit easy, but it was a pen, no, no doubt about that. And that's the kind of play that the English players you draw the foul. We've talked yeah. about this so much. It was yeah. such clever play. Mm. Yeah, it really and was. Then, and then he sort of goes off after sort of sixty minutes or so, and Oscar comes on. And you're like bloody hell, <laughs> Wigan. You've been, it's a hot day, Wigan. You've been, yeah. for God's sake. <laughs> Indeed, but um, Chelsea's neighbours Fulham yeah. were the talk of the town. They beat Norwich City five nil. Norwich was so bad and a, and a top of the league on alphabetical order Norwich was so bad they were weren't they really disorganised great debut so. for uh, Petrich yeah scoring a couple and, um, a good player been around a bit he has indeed yeah. Up, yeah. Um, and uh, well Clint Dempsey wasn't missed what do you think about that Clint thing? Because you've been to Seafoam quite a lot, so you, you've I seen, have, yeah. he's an important player for them, but how do you feel about the old attitude of it? I'm not, I'm not, it doesn't really sit that nicely with me. Well, it's a, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because any any group of fans, you know, if a player reportedly refuses to play and try and forces a move, then it is a bit kind of a bit of a slap in the face. Mm. However, you don't know what the discussions are behind... Well, Clint Dempsey has said on Twitter, the truth will come out soon, and he hasn't Well, tell us it then. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Just say so, it now. You're not losing anything. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Martin Yole, I think, has handled himself very well, as he often does. And he said that uh, the fans shouldn't do that to Dempsey. He said, look, Dempsey's been a great player for this club. Let's not forget what he's done. Because mm. there was chance of, are you watching Clint Dempsey? Which is, again, very polite for Fulham. Would it? <laughs> yeah. it would be a hell of a lot worse, you know. Yeah. Like, maybe they genuinely weren't wondered if he saw the game or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you watching? Yeah, yeah. It's, you it's know, a good game. It's, <laughs> it's a good game. It's always saying. really yeah. well. Yeah. You'd have loved this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if, if Dempsey... I mean, I think Yol is... Um, hoping that he can get Dempsey to stay well, and yep. so he probably doesn't want to say anything too harsh and, and if Dempsey turned out for them next week the Fulham fans would be like well, well don't you do that again anytime soon yeah. alright you know not in body. Um, <laughs> that's right I, 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 I was thinking about and thinking the only angle I could possibly defend Dempsey on would be perhaps he doesn't really want to get injured but at yeah. the, the same time there's apparently not been any bids for him so at time recording there's not been any bids so surely and, and let's be honest look at it another way if he goes, does go to a new club surely he wants to be as much fit as possible to yeah. get in the team so you'd think he'd want to play well, that said right. they haven't missed him have they so no, that's right. he's, probably, he's probably looking at that, that result and going that's back fine yeah, yeah, yeah. Kataniklic uh, good debut as mm. well. I think it was a debut for him probably. he played well anyway. uh, on the score sheet yeah, everyone got on in, in the act <coughs> Damien Duff was there a great win for Fulham actually. what did you think of Norwich well, we said we were very, they were very poor. You yeah, know, very poor indeed. It's not a good start for them. And um, Chris Hooten, yeah, pity, yeah, shame. But baptism of fire. I thought a good, a good two. I mean, it's early to say because obviously we've only had one game. But I thought a good couple of those players mm. looked like they weren't that happy with Lambert not being there anymore. Yeah, and and uh, you know it's worrying for for Norwich fans and for Hooten because he's. You know, he, he's he's had this situation mm. where he's obviously come out of jobs with great credit before at Newcastle and and, and Birmingham. Mm -hmm. 
He's and never really had a fight for the dressing room, though, has he? He's kind of either been handed it, sort of going. Uh, there's never been. There wasn't that much disarray at Birmingham. You would, you would argue. It. But I, I also think it's well, he was liked at Newcastle. Of course, he was. I mean, yeah, but he yeah. was kind of like he inherited it, and it was kind of. But do you don't think it's a different job, though, isn't it? The job he's got now is essentially to keep trying to keep him in the Premier League, and that can get really tough. Yeah. Very true. It's a different sort of skill set, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it looked like it looked like a game that was the last day of the season. And, and Norwich had nothing to play for. That's how, how they looked to me. Basically, they looked like Wigan looked for the first ten minutes, but for the whole game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, hence yeah. the five goals. Yeah, rather than rather than two. But then, just up the road, mm. there was another five goals, another five niller, mm. and it was to the away team, Swansea. Yeah. Mickey Loudrup. What they a were, start! <laughs> what a start! You know, saying, I was I was I was thinking that. Um, I was chatting to a couple of people and they were saying that QPR had a really good pre-season yeah. Yeah, they played well and Swansea had an awful pre-season mm. apparently but it's completely flipped reverse and also if you look at um, the first day of last season mm, they got spanked didn't they by Bolton who eventually Bolton got went again. down yeah exactly so watch out Swansea yeah. Rob, oh. Green, Rob Green will, will, will be very very well, disappointed I mean, look, a QPR team consisting of, of, of just to pick out a few Rob Green Anton Ferdinand Fabio Tarrat um, Park Hoylet and Cissé Andy Johnson on the bench Bobby Zamora on the bench as with uh, as well with uh, Ryan Nelson and Sean Wright Phillips there's enough F- there 5-0 at home <laughs> you, you've got to be pissed off if you're a QPR fan well, I, I, you know, Park Ji Sung as captain, though. You just sort of think. I know he captains quiet, career, but he's I know, quiet, I know, I know yeah. he captains yeah. career, but I'm sort of thinking. <laughs> yeah, but Tarrat was a previous captain, so <laughs> <laughs> they're going in the right direction. <laughs> well, no, well, Barton was, wasn't he? But I guess that, right uh, direction. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've had some humdingers, haven't they? It's Paul, the opposite. Paul Merson uh, referred to QPR's defence as the three Scrooges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know it kills brain cells but bloody hell the, th- the three Scrooges would have worked if they hadn't concealed any goals they're not <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. it could have worked, worked and they were playing three at the back yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh dear the, um, the, the thing is one thing I would say to defend QPR someone's got it were they playing three at the back I didn't see that <laughs> and anyway the one thing I would say I think they were. first day of the season hmm boiling hot day yeah. you know people were saying that it was you know near, near, near 40 degrees inside Loftus Road right. yeah you're playing against a team who kicked the ball all day yeah. it's hard yeah. and, and you make an early error like Rob Green did Mitch yeah. played excellently we, yeah. we've said he's a great player but Rob Green makes the error it mm-hmm. sets the stall out that, then Swansea all they've got to do because they're a goal up is yeah. keep it all day and you get picked off yeah. I'm not defending them because because it was it shouldn't have been five obviously yeah. but it's hard harder than it seems zonal that's what she does yeah. <laughs> um, uh, indeed I mean <clears throat> Swansea were fantastic Michu the high scoring midfielder in La Liga last season yeah it uh, didn't take long to open his account his second was superb as well Beauty. lovely little clipped mm. one in the corner it's like you know it's one of those things where He's picked that exact spot and yeah. he's just stroked it in there. That's right. Yeah. He, he looks like a centre forward with the nine on his back mm. and the way the way he moves and quite big and tall and strong. Isn't yeah, he? exactly. Yeah. Nathan Dyer. technique till Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nathan Dyer getting two as well. And Scott Sinclair. Oh, Michael Loudrup will be happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see Michael Loudrup, isn't it, on the bench in in, in England? I he think cuts a youthful vigour. Yeah. yeah. Well, if he doesn't stay long, he's always got that result. To it's pull a great. He should go now. <laughs> Away yeah. from home, five nil. Yeah, I've Goodness completed me. the Premier League. Yeah. Um, and there's also reports from uh, Loftus Road that Joey Barton's perhaps off to Marseille. Yeah, it's not been confirmed though. No. Hasn't it? He's not. Um, he's I'd not... love it to happen. It's not... good. It's, it's a good move for me. Yeah. You know, he's always mouthing off, and if he doesn't speak language, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> to a country where they won't. Uh... He's got Rod Fanny at right back. That's going to be no end of humour. <laughs> the, tr- the the um, the thing being that um, Steve uh, Stefan NBA. Um, He's going to go the other way. Yeah, that's right. Good, good midfield player. Yeah, oh, I could play yeah. centre back as well. I think. Yeah, yeah. The, I don't think Barton's been training with QPR. I don't think he's no, I don't training. think he has either. Yeah, no, so. I don't think he has either. Uh, elsewhere in London, um, there was another clean sheet for the away side, and that was at the Emirates. Arsenal nil, Sunderland 
nil. They were knocking on the door. Oh, well. <laughs> but it, oh, it, it like is. It's never been away, isn't it? It? <laughs> <laughs> it? It is disappointing, isn't it, really? I mean, I Their know movement they, was excellent at times. Like, yeah, but. It was oh, breathtaking at times, but they just could not get past it. They've them. got to be beating Sunderland at home. And this is. Uh, do you worry it's the same old story for Arsenal? I know it's early days, I know it's the first day of the but season, it, but still, it's the same old result. But the caveat's being what you, what you just mentioned, but that chance that Giroud had. Yeah. You know what? He would not have missed that at Montpellier. No way. No. Absolutely no way. We'd have had uh, old Nicolin, Louis Nicolin, yeah, on his door after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lulu Nicolin, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, not a great start for Arsenal. Um, and what about Song going? Well, yeah, Song to, to Barcelona for 15 minutes. Big blow for them. It's, it's funny, isn't it, what, what Wenger said about that? Wenger said, and I mean, does this does this worry Arsenal fans? You know, he said he's another good player that leaves us, and there are two things that you feel: always that you did your job, that we take these boys at seventeen years of age, and we've influenced their career in a positive way. The a- second, apart from the unfortunate turn of phrase, that was a long time ago. That was seven years ago. Yeah. When, he, when he brought him in. Sure. Um, the second is at their peak, you sometimes lose them, but we've got plenty of midfielders, and we still might bring in somebody. But. It, it just sounds slightly that he's resigned to, well, we're a little bit of a selling club. Well, people people will facetiously say, um, you know, with a little wink and a little sort of glint in the eye, oh, Arsenal are Barcelona's feeder club, right? Yeah. But Barcelona have paid Arsenal £121 million for players in the mm. last 12 years. It's a good start. It's that. essentially a feeder club. They're essentially a feeder <laughs> club for Barcelona. Yeah, which, which is a horrible position to be in as an Arsenal fan. Yeah. But you've, you've got, I mean, look, Song's, Song, okay, he's got his detractors. Uh, Jim obviously isn't here this week, but he'll tell you all about him. But there's, there's a chance that he's, there's a sort of slight sort of fear that he's a good player, but he could be even better. Yeah. You know? well, there was but he's so he, important for them. He's such yeah. an important player for there them. There was rumours that he was late for training, headers, interceptions. But do you not think that Song is an important player? Yeah, of course he is. He screens yeah. that back four. He starts off moves. He's. He, I mean, how many times have we said Arsenal need a player like that? Yeah. And Song was was kind of their only player, and yeah. now they got rid of him. Hmm. But there's talk of Sahin coming in, who's a good player. Right. I mean, he's not played much last season, but I mean, yeah. that last season he had at Dortmund. Um, he was superb. Really was good. And, and, I, and again, he's not only looking at Madrid because they've got so much quality there. But I think he'd be a good, good sign for Arsenal. Just but straight replacement with, with Arsenal fans. I, I just can't help but think that the 2011-2012 season will have steeled them, so that no matter how bad it gets the first half of the season, they know they can always recover because <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. some teams always take the, the so foot off their gas. The Champions League. They've not, every been year. not been beaten eight <laughs> two. Remember yeah. that? I mean, that was only uh, a year ago. Uh, that's know. very true. And Robin van Persie's gone there. Yeah, as we, we yeah. sort of touched on last week. Uh, Nicholas Bentner is, is also leaving. He's, I bet he's attracted some big clubs. Yeah, well, <laughs> the big so, man. So he said, the big dog. So he says um, he did have a moment of, of wonderful clarity where he said it is not an option to stay at Arsenal. That is something neither I nor Arsenal desire. <laughs> well, it's getting better. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, the, uh, AC Milan, the favourite. It's Tottenham, Texas, going the other way as well. Is that right? I'd love to see him in the Premier League. Milan don't want brilliant. any players. <laughs> <laughs> they, they hate. Would you, players. would you not want to see? Yeah, it'd be great. PM. It'd be great, but I'll PM Bender and, and Carroll up front for Milan. You know that you know that um, Cassano's moving down the road. Well, not down the road. The same. He's moving to Inter. He is. Cassano, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's all going off. Hmm. It's all going off. We've got the Serie A to look forward to next week, of course. Uh, just just going back to Arsenal real quick. Yes. Do Do you think, in your esteemed opinion, do you think that Barcelona needs Song? Because Villanova said, yeah, um, we're after Song because Busquets can't play every game. Yeah. So he's essentially hinting. In a sort of dissimilar way to when Mascherano went there, who's obviously mm. been employed at centre back since then, and that he's not going to start games. He's only play games when Busquets doesn't play. Well, it's a strange one, isn't it? I mean, it, it, they they have suffered at times Barcelona for not having a, a, a deep squad, yeah, and a strength and depth. And but, I, but then you think to yourself, 
Is there nobody in the youth? <laughs> yeah, you know. But perhaps maybe at the moment they're not they're not breeding players like that. You know, because I mean, for for their wonderful academy and all the rest of it, there might just be a slight little blind spot there yeah. for that particular position. Hence, they've signed Mascherano and now Song. Mascherano seems very happy in the centre of defence, and that seems to be where he's played. So if you need another player like that, I mean, Song, I wouldn't put him in the same category as, say, Busquets, but he is used to playing in a team which which is all about passing and one thing or another. So I think it's a fair bit of business for Barcelona. They've got and he's at a good edge. He's not. Yeah, exactly. He's not yeah. But here's why I've got a little inkling that it may not work out for him at Barcelona, purely because one thing that Jim says quite a lot is Song's never had anyone to push him. Never had anyone to sort of... He's always sort of swanned around. He knows his place in the team's pretty secure at Arsenal. Mm. At Barcelona, it's not going to be like that. No, got, it's, no but, but he's 24. Yeah, I know. This yeah, is yeah, the yeah. time to do it. Yeah. yeah, true. No, I don't begrudge him the move. I just, I just wondered. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but across town, though, um, to Spurs, yeah. they they lost to uh, Pete Donaldson's at Newcastle United, two one at the Sports Direct Arena. Denver Bar with a lovely one to get the game going. Peter, it was nice. Came out of nothing, didn't it? it was mm. First goal in a while, wasn't it? Yeah, since oh god, when was his last goal? It was it was, it was, it was a fair while. Definitely last season. Spurs Fourteen a, hours, I believe. Spurs need a striker desperately. Oh, Defoe looked quite lively. Defoe you really cannot low. do a Premier League season with <laughs> just a bar. I was pleased Defoe got a goal. He's had a horrible time of it, he as has, we know yeah. personally. And it was, I, I, I like Defoe. I, I think he's a good player. I really do. Mm. I think he's he's definitely handy to have in there. I, I like that uh, Anita got on the. Um, Got on the pitch, the lad from Ajax. Yeah, he's just, right. he's just sort of things that w- people aren't sure whether he, he, they reckon he's going to take up that sort of Tiote. He's going to be like an understudy of Tiote. Yeah, or possibly a replacement, or possibly a replacement for um, the, the left back, and then um, what's his name is going to go over to uh, right back to re- replace Danny Simpson because uh, Santon plays that role for uh, the Italian under twenty one. So it's kind of all up in the air at the moment. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see who, what sort of team Newcastle have got. Uh, September first. Yeah, be really. But it's a good. It's a good win for them. Mm. Yeah, important. Yeah, good. Good to get. Well, God knows where uh, Pardew's going to be sitting for the next few months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, bit, been, he's been. Um, been he has, bit, he has been, been disciplined. Yeah, charged. Yeah, been a bit pushy. Yeah, he tried to laugh it off. Didn't no he? way you get away with <laughs> yeah. that. The thing is, they cut. They cut off for much. Of the day, they cut off the start bit where he says, "I'm embarrassed" or whatever, and then he went into. Oh, it's a bit like he started laughing, sort of thing. So I think yeah, he's yeah, disingenuous. He, he tried to laugh it off. Oh, yeah, silly me. But uh, in the BBC interview, he said that. But in the Sky interview, I believe, mm. or one of the other interviews, he said, "I meant to hurt oh, him." No, he said. <laughs> he said, um, "Well, he won't do that again." No, he said. He said, uh, he said "Oh no, he was just in my way, and I just couldn't see," which is absolute <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, That's Terry esque. But you, I thought Anita off balance. You can't have that when Anita came. He looked a little bit nervous. Just a few, few heavy he, touches, but he settled into it. Okay, yeah, I, thought, yeah. I, thought, I thought he looked quite sparky. You only had twenty minutes, you know. But so I tell you, it was a little, a little subplot here with with Spurs because they, um, they, I thought they played well actually. In I thought and, they did, and, and they more shots and, and a decent amount of possession away mm. from home. But the, Huddleston said so. I might be getting the wrong end of the stick here, but Tom Huddleston piped up on Twitter, yeah, saying something quite sort of uh, uh, cryptic. Because obviously he didn't play, did he? Yeah. And he piped up saying, oh, respect needs to be earned, or it's a two-way street or something like that. So you wonder if he's had a little bit of a... Uh, well, Viers Boas obviously did that when he came into Chelsea. Mm. Ruffled a few feathers. And uh, has he he's, maybe done this? He's the new Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huddleston's been out for a while, hasn't he? He has been out so, for yeah. a while, yeah. What, what, was, what, happens? what was good about Spurs, though, at times, um, they were doing that thing that like Barcelona do when they close players down, and they often, like, in twos or threes, yeah. and really, really get the ball back. Okay, they lost uh, one thing or another, but could be an interesting season for them. I think, yeah, I, I really do. I'd be positive if I was a Spurs fan. I think mm. Rio Spurs is a good fit. He'll have a good long-term mm. future there, hopefully. And as long as the players react to him and they get on a sort of 
on a level. I think they'll do well. I, I saw patches of that as well. I thought yeah. they were really good in patches at Spurs, and I think if they had a decent striker, I mean, it's talk of Lorente and or something like that. I think he'd have lapped it up, Lorente. Yeah. Would you be feeling positive if you were a Liverpool fan, Pete? Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, they looked a, a, a shadow, but they've had a really good pre-season. They've looked really, really good, Liverpool, but just they just felt a bit very, very, very bizarre. Zoltan Gira. It's an excellent goal, isn't it? And I don't Zoltan Gira. Yeah, Hanson really got on Liverpool's back about that goal, but I didn't think there was much more else I could do. Johnson closed him down really quickly. And, you know, you've got to mark a man in the penalty area rather than the outside the area, mm. and, and he closed him down. It was just a great hit, wasn't mm. it? It's a decent hit. It was, it was the epitome of a decent hit. I don't think Liverpool were that, were that bad, actually. No, I don't think they were. I thought they were um, the better side, and then Aga got sent off. Slightly harsh, I thought. Yeah, Skirtle fell over, yeah. didn't he? And it, it sort of made it difficult for Aga after that. Yeah, and then, um, well, I d- yeah, but I didn't think he actually fouled him. You don't think it was? A- I thought it was a foul. Did you? I thought it was a soft one. It's unfortunate. Pete, but long knew what he was doing. But you got the deciding vote. I didn't see it actually. Marcus, <laughs> afraid, so you blinked and missed don't it. Went that quickly. Um, but Aga was sent off, and, and uh, also Joe Cole came. I on. saw Joe Cole coming off. Yeah, yeah. Um, blinking, you missed that. And then he went <laughs> off again. Lukaku scored yeah. and looked very strong. Good he path. looked very old. <laughs> he did. Is he about nineteen or something ridiculous like that? Born in Antwerp, I keep fastidious records in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, can't question it. He's just a big old unit, isn't a he? A big old unit. Some people. Um, I thought Shane Long obviously felt guilty about it because the penalty he took was so bad. <laughs> yeah. It's charitable to say Another the least. Another bad penalty. Yeah, really. It's one of those Yakubu penalties. We talked about it before. Yakubu oh, always scores them, but if you miss them, they look terrible. Yeah. But the thing is, though, if you if you go up to the keeper and wait for him to move and he doesn't move you've got to have a plan B drill it yeah. top left that's it that's <laughs> it yeah, or, or put top left drilled in your plan A eat yeah. the ball a Steve yeah. Sidwell do a, do a Kirby spit it out at or high speed Sidwell's yeah. pen for Fulham yeah no mucking around there <laughs> no, one's, no one's saving that um, I, Suarez again was almost unplayable at times he just can't score if he, if he, if he, he had the scoring boots he'd get 40 a season he missed, en- he missed more chances than any other player called Luis Suarez that weekend that's the- a Insight Speechless <laughs> <laughs> The only other game Of course In the Premier League That we haven't talked about Is Manchester United Everton Which uh, at the time of recording Hasn't finished So we're going to zoom on To the Championship Everton are winning 1-0 Fellaini's just scored an header So yeah well, Deal with that bugger me mm. um, Might end that way Might not It's football isn't it Yeah Game of two halves Championship Suck it Cardiff beat Huddersfield Newly promoted Huddersfield 1-0 With an injury time winner uh, so good start for Cardiff Shame mm. for Huddersfield um, mm. But they'll pick up points elsewhere One would think Well there goes 45 games left so <laughs> If you're listening Huddersfield fans I'd be very surprised if you don't uh, But Charlton uh, Who went up with them They drew one all away to Birmingham um, Chris Powell's men Who were magnificent last season Getting a point Although Ziggich with an injury time Equalised Elsewhere though Zola's men Watford They had a good start Two goals in the last two minutes Against Crystal Palace Great goal from uh, Vidra 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 Either. <laughs> Either. I'm not going to argue From, from he's one of he the gets two, the goal Whatever he's called One of the two uh, Lawnees Because they obviously Own Watford And they also own Udinese But I thought there was Rules for that You couldn't allow, You weren't allowed to I think it's okay yeah. If it's in a different country I think it's not in the same country that's what Different, right, different okay. postcodes mate Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they finished third In Syria I'm not having that yeah. You're not. Just give well, no, they did. Anyway. Well, it happened. <laughs> so you have to have it. I'm, not, I'm having that are you, bit. Are it. you calling them out? Are you saying there's some dodgy dealings going on? Because <laughs> yeah. you're probably right about that. Yeah. <laughs> there's already rumours flying around. Get Dean Natale on loan down there. Pete, Pete, Pete Chopperly. You know, in that? <laughs> oh, well, come on. Tony Chris was at loan at Watford. <laughs> yeah. Hey? Blimey O'Reilly. Um, Blackburn 
Yes. Uh, they went away to Ipswich and drew one or Colin Kazim Richards. Remember him? He's yeah, got he Blackburn's equaliser. No, I think I think they scored first, mate. I think Jason Lowe scored the goal to the own goal to equalise. Is that right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, My there's goodness. been some great soap opera stuff around there. <laughs> it always is there. Chevy Singh, global advisor. Yes, every club needs one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, especially in championship level. Well, if you're looking global. Yeah. Keane was livid. Well, he was livid <laughs> in, in a way that a man who was having said that, sort of someone who said it was had a lot of power over him could be. He couldn't yeah, be any yeah. more livid than that because he would have probably got sacked. Yeah, yeah. But um, Shebby Singh, the advisor, said oh, something like, oh, if he loses three games in a row, he's out. Yeah, but then he didn't he apologise for that. He sort of said, I shouldn't have said that. But yeah, you're true. right. You shouldn't have said that. If he gets relegated three seasons in a row, he's probably out. And he, also, he probably won't be, though. No, yeah. <laughs> and he also said that Morton Gantz Pedersen is a pensioner. Did he? Bit out of order. Wow. Yes. I think he looks great for his age. Person. Brilliant for his age, yeah. yeah. He's got Still a good got website. A... Was that Pedersen who had that good website? I believe so, yeah. 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 All right. Mm. Interesting, eh? Um, and then all oh, Leeds. They got um, off to a good they start They look really, as well. really good. Paddy, Paddy Kenny assist. <laughs> Absolute raker of a ball. From the <laughs> he, he, well, he can deliver the ball like nobody's business. And that's, you know, in that league... He can deliver a pie to his mouth like nobody's business. <laughs> that was against Wolves. It was. Poor old Wolves. Renegated Wolves. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, the championship is off and running. You've got to talk about Owen Corr's reception back at Burnley. Back at Burnley, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. It was a roaster. Bolton. <laughs> you got absolutely there. roasted. Bolton were utterly shit as well. <laughs> they lost 2-0 uh, to Burnley. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear. In League One... Creepy Crawley Crawley Town 3 Scunthorpe 0 hmm. A lot of talk about Crawley Town There's a good start for them Gary Alexander in the Premier League That's what we want if another, yeah. another plodder <laughs> so, If something really Hits Pom- hits home about Pompey's predicament It's that they're now below Crawley Town in the league <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but, but Portsmouth In the big South Coast derby Yeah they only, The all. only South Coast derby The biggin That will be there for a <laughs> while The box office biggin As the Scots would say Portsmouth 1 Bournemouth 1 Yeah Portsmouth fielded 11 debutants for the first time ever, is that right? Minister, since the start of the league. Since the start of the first Ramble match. <laughs> Went a goal up through uh, journeyman Isal McLeod. <laughs> if you want to be the best. Apparently, well, <laughs> I was supposed to be going in front of part for that, but my washing machine exploded. <laughs> Your washing machine exploded? Yeah. I imagine they did the amount of new shirts they had to wash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. Well, they, couldn't, they were apparently pumping down there, but they couldn't hold on for the win. Pumping Pompey. There's always next week. <laughs> the Luke Moore story. <laughs> <laughs> They could have got me too. <laughs> Shut up, please. Oh. Shut up now. There's no need for that, Peter. No need for that. Your side got relegated recently, so you should know that. <laughs> and to be fair, we were in the pub when it happened, and I did laugh at you. So <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> How much punishment um, can a Pete take? Uh, <laughs> now, before we leave the Great British Isles, we've got to talk about the SPL. Yes, because there was a big derby going on there. Dundee United three, Dundee nil, and it's it's um, the, the two closest teams in all of Dundee. And, they are uh, very close. They, they are incredibly close. I've seen it. It's a stone throw. Yeah, you have to, you don't know, throw stones. A strong arm it would have on. to be, but still, mm. you get the picture. United, Dundee, of course, are top of the league. Oh, well I done, t- I t- I'm telling you, it's it's. I mean, it's anybody's this year. It's, yeah. <laughs> Hearts, are, Hearts are one point off the top. Go on, the boys. Ah, the, yeah, but Dundee United have got a game in hand. Hearts two 0 up. I think it was against Inverness Kelly and, and, and Inverness Kelly injury time equalises. Poor. Yeah, it's piss poor that. Did you yeah. see uh, the uh, Falkirk uh, Stadium PA announcer was sacked for uh, referring to Rangers as uh, the Sevco franchise? Oh really? Well, an- announcers always have a bit like... of a dig. Yeah, you know, it's just 
Oh. It's one of those things. Oh. Ali McCoy's Did Rangers sack him? <laughs> no, but because yeah, some Rangers fans um, were angry about it, it's like sod off. Get over it. it yeah. It's a PR no-brainer not to do that. It's not go get lost. You know, we're supposed to be get him off the wage bill. Um, but, al- but also, like Ali McCoy's was actually asked about, it and he goes. To be honest, I've got more things to worry about. I've got bigger <laughs> things on my plate. I can, I can I've got a new chat show coming yeah. with Frank McCauley. I don't think I remember. I don't think I was actually there, but I remember someone telling me mm. that um, there was a game once where um, Paul Durkin was referee, mm. and uh, he had an absolute shocker. Yeah, and uh, he I miss Paul Durkin. He might have set a player off in the yeah. first half or something like that. Anyway, and apparently the, the announcer and they came, the teams came out from the second half. Yeah. He went, "Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the Paul Durkin show." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you might have got sat for that as well yeah. oh, it's, wor- it's worth I think, <laughs> I think it's definitely worth it I think it. my one coming out of po- Alipool um, playing um, I think we were playing Darling actually I think it, was a, it was a little derby and um, they scored in the last minute um, to make it uh, one all and Hartlepool had been leading the whole match the announcer goes, chalked it off <laughs> and the announcer went I hope you enjoyed the 89 minutes of entertainment <laughs> this <laughs> afternoon no. shit PPA announcers no. get involved it's because they're obviously they obviously are fans so it's fine short ads at thefootballramble.com yeah. there you go uh, Chris Commons with an injury time equaliser for Celtic Ross County so nearly beat yeah. the Celtic so early on in the season I'm telling you Rangers went a goal this down this is the league well. to watch Rangers this went a goal down as well you know Rangers yeah they went a goal down Celtic no, Rangers oh, were going down. Sorry, I was three. talking about Ross County Celtic. Yeah, sorry, Rangers actually were, 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 went behind. Oh. Marcus was talking about Ross County Celtic. <laughs> yeah. <as> you might <laughs> Sorry, if you're going to interrupt, Dale's not the time. All right, mm. save your introduction of the profile or something yeah. unimportant. All right, apologies. <laughs> Great free kick from Ross County to uh, to go ahead. Needless um, to say, I didn't see it. <laughs> You did because I showed it you before we came on. Um, so uh, all, all eyes on, on the SPL. Uh, we're going to leave the Great British Isles now. We're going to go to La Liga um, because they started back up, and, and no sooner had they done, uh, Messi had got a brace. Yeah, and Barcelona beat Real Sociedad five one. But the big story there was, of course, Dani Alves' bid, and oh, and David Villa. Uh, David Villa returned. So well. I watched the Real Madrid game, but I didn't see the Barcelona game. So tell me about Dani Alves' bid. It lo- he looks like a bad out of Bruce Lee film. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you'll love it, mate. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't seen that. Yeah, I'll check it out. Uh, but David Villa, good to see him back. Yeah. yeah he got, he got so, booked for celebrating, I hear. He took his top off. Dear, I do. But he had, a, he had a T-shirt on, so he was respectful. Tevez did that as well again, didn't he? Yeah, I think Nassi, he, had little, he had a little Nassi message. Did that as well. he, had a, he had a message for his family, David no, Villa. Tevez, uh, oh, Tevez. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was brilliant, because uh, <laughs> uh, one of the um, AP reporters reported um, Nasri has taken his top off and saying... Uh, and, he reported that it said um, Fabrice Mohamba or something, but it didn't. It was a it was a Muslim. He uh, moved right, wasn't it? Yeah. The end of the Ramadan, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. And then he d- detracted. Said sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I did not say I that. The word sort of looks the same. So <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have it. Journalists should really be able to read though. That, that's like a minimum. They should be at least on nodding terms with uh, Muslim celebrations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <with> etymology. <laughs> um, yeah, so Barcelona. I, I mean, they were magnificent. Of course, five one against um, uh, Real Sociedad. And after about an hour, 70 minutes, they brought on Andres Iniesta. This is well, and David Vitt and all the rest of it. It's the same old thing, uh, but a great start for them. But Real Madrid dropped points at home to um, Valencia. Yeah, I saw that game. Um, Actually, Valencia had a decent goal, uh, chalked off, wrongly. Harshly ruled out. Yeah, yeah. Pellegrini wasn't happy, was he? No, he wasn't. He's a good-looking lad as well, Pellegrini. um, There was was a a whole host of chances for Madrid, though, to be fair. It it sort of gave you that impression that they were just trying a bit too hard. But they hit the bar and one or two other bits and pieces. They were were unlucky not to win it, actually. Yeah, but the big game... Game um, of the weekend there was surely Bill Bow three Betis five Betis went three nil up 
Yeah, at, at Bilbao. Well. Yeah, at Bilbao, we should say. <laughs> Betis went 3 0 up and looked um, fantastic. And then Bilbao came roaring back 3 all after 76 minutes. And then Betis scored two in the last 10. Mm. Oh, Can't, just. Some lovely goals. That's now, the kind yeah. of entertainment we want. Yeah. Me and Marcus disagreed on the fourth goal not being a peach. I said it was brilliant, and you said it was not that good. Well, oh, you were like, you like the set up football. I did <laughs> like the setup more than that. First of all, yeah. it's in the back of the net, so it was good. No, not a peach. No, fair enough. The, I thought yeah. their third one actually was um, any threads. The, the pick of the the pick of the bunch. Okay, it was so many. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not off the top of my head, but uh, on my head. We always like to see a thread. Indeed, we do. So um, the Liga is up and running. So that's that's good to, to see. Let's go to League uh, where. Uh, <sighs> The, the Paris Saint-Germain have dropped more points yeah. they drew away to Ahachio Ancelotti got, got the arsehole didn't he did he Chuck, kicked a water bottle and got sent off oh my did a pardew yeah <laughs> um, I did like this according to uh, friend of the ramble Andy Brassel the home size Senegalese midfielder Ricardo Fatty was back to his best oh, you like that, Fatty best got a surname called Fatty brilliant yeah um, it, Tick Yeah in the, in the Liga I think the, the, the record For the youngest Of a goal scorer Was broken wasn't it In the Liga 16 year old boy scored I forget his name now Annoying I should have looked it up Yeah it's 16 Oh right Yeah should have mentioned that In the La Liga section Sue me Marvellous um, Back to France though uh, Levetsi was sent off um, Yeah and Ancelotti Was sent to the stands For kicking a water bottle Onto the pitch mm. Hence the arsehole Yeah got the arsehole <laughs> So they're not doing very well And um, all the lights went out In injury time as oh, well that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right that's it we, We're happy with the point It's a, it's a conspiracy <laughs> A knockabout affair yeah. I think it was um, were they without Zlatan and Thiago Silva I think um, mm. PSG got a big job in their hands you know but the only thing going for them in terms of that because you know it's difficult when all these big names come in but Ancelotti's an experienced uh, helmsman isn't he so you'd think that that sort of thing wouldn't happen but it has Montpellier owner um, Luis Lulu Nicolin yeah. Nicolin Nicolin sorry um, he's, uh, he's had his first one yeah. this season <laughs> good uh, lad you remember him last season he's a bit racist a bit homophobic dyed his hair blue and orange when they won the league remember? yeah yeah, he's all that 60s. kind of stuff. He's he's a shocking character, yeah. shall we say? He's the, he's the French um, Gigi Bucali. Mm. Um, the court. He's the French Gary Cook. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not happy about other clubs showing interest in uh, Mapu Yanga Mbuiwa, and he said uh, they need to stop pissing me off. <laughs> if Mapu doesn't like to stay, he'll go in the reserves. Um, at some point, the club owners have to say stop, otherwise we'll be eaten alive. That'll take some time with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's the EU butter mountain. Yeah. When we have crap players and nobody wants them, we have no choice but to keep them. So we'll be totally strict. If he stays, it'll prove the size of my balls. <laughs> Someone just goes around with a microphone right close he's to I want that job. <laughs> he's Mr. Creosote, isn't he? Yeah. Like, brah, 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 yeah. brah, brah. Oh, dear. But I can trump that one. Yeah. Oh, um, really? Because we're going to Romania. Oh, we're we going go. to Romania. I smell some poor pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I not... smell some horrible bigotry. <laughs> it's not Bacali. Oh, okay. Um, Is a young pretender to Bacali, the Bacali was going off about um, Lady Gaga. Apparently, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't happy about that. But, um, <laughs> but Astra owner, Ewan Nicolai, uh, he went off the rails on Romanian TV about his son. He was, he was going on about the, the current coach of Bogdan Stelia. Oh, goalkeeper. Bogdan Stelia, who did they used to play for? Oh, you're right. He's definitely a goalkeeper. He was, he was in goal for the national side, right, okay, I think. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was definitely a Would have been Bucharest. Who knows? Who knows? But he was certainly a person back in the day, and he uh, anyway. So um, uh, Nikolai went. He snapped on air. He was he was ranting on air on live television, right? Right. And he just suddenly went. We're the worst team in the league. <laughs> That's it. Stella is sacked. <laughs> 
<laughs> you sacked the manager oh, in a fit dear. of rage on, stay, on, on air. And then apparently... That's dynamite, he, that is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he saw in the crowd, uh, in the studio audience, there's a man called um, uh, Georgi uh, Multescu, or Gigi uh, uh, Multescu, who's a former Astra coach. And he spotted him and he went, look, I've already found the man to take over. Gigi, give me a call after the show. You've already worked with me in the past. We can do it. Like <laughs> it's a good job he was there. I'd be like, you, the floor manager, you have got manager in your name. Imagine if it was just like somebody looked like him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Big clap, yeah. Right, yeah, the there. best boy. I'm already in a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're out of it there, son. Oh, marvellous. me. And that leads us neatly on to Pete's game. What am I calling it? Pete's game. <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously, I was tasked with coming up uh, with a replacement to going for goals. Is that a new game? Is it? It, well, no, you weren't happy with, you know, you said that Million, million Pound Drog was too similar to going for goals, so I've come up with a new game this okay. week. Okay, okay. Please welcome to the show, Fifth Ian to One. <laughs> F- Fifteen to One. <laughs> I'm sold. Fifty into One. <clears throat> Excellent stuff. Right. Who am I? Oh. My first professional club was Wolverhampton Wanderers, or Wolverhampton Wanderers, not Wolverhampton Humble, in 1985. Stop. Stephen Bull. <laughs> no, it was not Steve Bull. I am now a level three FA coach. At the Southampton Academy. I was a goalkeeper. Stop. Oh no, I forgot his name. <laughs> Damn it Stelios. We can have Stelios no, 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 from no. EasyJet. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, go on. Damn. 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 <laughs> go on. <laughs> I once played just 11 games in four seasons. Stop. Oaks. No. Ah. That season was 1994 95. Wait, you said four seasons? 11 games of four seasons? Yeah, but he, yeah, exactly, in four seasons. But those 11 games came oh, in okay, the 94 right. 95 season. Oh. Okay. I ended my career at Gillingham. 15 to 1 is too hard. It's too, <laughs> this game is too hard. My career was ended prematurely by an opposition goalkeeper. What? Hang on a minute. I might have. No, go on, carry on. Last clue. I most notably played for Arsenal. Stop. John Lukic. No. No, that's poor. Of course he'd never. Stop. Um, st- st- no, I was going to say Stuart Taylor. No, it's not on. Stuart Taylor. He no. just signed for somebody. Go on. I'm closing down 50 and to one. <laughs> it's Vince Bartram. Oh, oh Vince Big Bar- Vince. Yeah. His career was ended at It's fascinating His career was ended um, Prematurely by an, an opposition goalkeeper Coming up for a header And crunching his wrist yeah. Oh Very really? Sad. That Thanks. is a freak injury Very I've sad Very oh. sad indeed Damn Damn <laughs> 50 into one It's definitely the hardest one so far Balls uh, You know And now it's time for some Correspondence Thank you What we have first? Tweets? We've uh, got a couple of tweets here This is from Mark Thorpe Have you just drawn that On my bloody padded envelope? That was me actually Yeah sorry I, about that how dare you? Cor- we're in the middle of correspondence here. Um, uh, in a way, it's poetic. It's correspondence. <laughs> it's on envelope. You've got to like that. Hey, I was going to reuse that. It's like you old can. school. The, the, new guard, school the Guardian fused. sent me a copy of I Am the Secret Footballer. Which oh, I got is, that as well. Uh, which yeah. is mine and Lukey's book, book of the, of the week. week. Oh, you know, not read it yet. Um, Mark Thorpe. 
ladies and gentlemen. He said that hearts are only a point off the top of the SBL. Come on, you gorgie boys. Fair enough. How do you um, spell gorgy boys? G O R G I E. Yeah, gorgie. Oh, gorgie. 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 Yeah. Gorgie. Uh, <laughs> Mar- are you sad about the dandy closing? What? I was a Beano man, actually. I was a Beano man. No, I wasn't, I wasn't bothered. I was. He's too much of a I was an yeah. old Wally. Yeah. yeah, I was too busy. Yeah, and the Bruins. Exactly. Uh, Mark Butterworth has tweeted in, has tweeted in saying, I don't like this one. This is a good observation. Has Gareth Bale had his ears done? Uh, well, I, actually, I've looked at this and I think he might have done. I think his ears look markedly different this season than they did last season. Yeah, mm-hmm. an and I implore all listeners. To, uh, to have a look at that. We'll try and get a photo of it up on the website or something. Is that why he was not involved in Team gb Ooh, because he wasn't injured, was he? No. He's, well, he's, Who knows? Who Conspiracy knows? afoot. Yeah. And before no, we go on to... Um, definitely the ear. Before we go on to your... <laughs> he, did, he did an Aaron Bassam, which was the kid from my school, like his ears pinned back. So, no uh, one's going to know that, Anybody they? from Eldon Grove uh, Primary School, Hartleyville. So. In the house? Anyone in the house? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, before we go to the profile, I want to do my Facebook moment of the weekend. Do you? Um, on facebook.com forward slash football ramble, which is obviously our Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, I invite the users of the page to vote for their uh, moment of the weekend. Ooh, and, lucky um, things. then I um, do a... A three down to one countdown. Shiver. So this week, in at number three, uh-huh. is Pompey fielding 11 debutants and getting a draw. Uh-huh. Yeah. In at number two, is Stephen Taylor's ground level headed pass back for Newcastle. Did oh, you yes. see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Didn't I didn't know yeah. how that, I, I didn't think that would be allowed because he used his foot and then he used his head. But that's fine, that's allowed. Yeah. That's it. Oh, so, yeah. I clearly don't know the rules of football. And clearly. obviously this week, in at number one is... Ricky Lambert celebrate. Yeah. We got a lot be. of that. Are we ready for the profile? Yes. Let's do one. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Yeah. You lucky little sausages. <laughs> and uh, we've got the maestro himself. It's Johnny Haynes. Oh, Fulham legend. Mr. Fulham indeed. Um, one of the finest passers of the ball England has ever seen. Yeah. Damn it all. Play in one of those positions that doesn't really exist anymore. Inside forward. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he was born on the 17th of October, 1934. Oh. Tricks. 30. Three years before the summer of love. Ooh. Yeah, almost yeah. a bit rusty. Yeah, sorry, it's new it's to me. It's a tricky one, to be yeah, fair. It's new to me, you were, but you were fine. How um, tricky is it? Maths. <laughs> uh, he was. I mean, he was the. Um, I mean, effectively a one club man, really. Um, Fulham. I mean, we'll we'll move on to that, but but really, I mean, and a bear of a man as well. Indeed, he was um, an incredible player. He's one of those. I think as we move on to say, you know. At Fulham, one of the biggest clubs in the land, and it's he never moved, and he, and he could have moved. Should he have moved? Because he was fantastic. I mean, everybody who saw him play, and there's a lot of quotes and whatnot. He really was superb, and it was his passing that was 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 the thing that marvelled. Just, like, just like Clint Dempsey, I, I, <laughs> could have moved, didn't. I believe. I believe a uh, was it. Uh, I think Juventus might have come in for him famously. Milan was it Milan? Sorry, yeah. I it was an Italian club, and he and he and he actually did an interview. Which is quite, I suppose, reasonably rare for the time. Yeah. Where he said, um, you know, they're offering me more money. But he said it in a very well-spoken, nice way. They're offering me more, more, more money, but I'm, ha- yeah, I'm happy here. Yeah, indeed. Well, he, he, he was. I mean, he's the club's record appearance holder with 657 games. Yeah. And uh, his uh, 157 goals was a record until Gordon Davis broke it in 1989. But um, he was said to be one of the prototypes of the modern footballer. Showed elements of arrogance, uh, played the game in a very entertaining and fast-thinking way. And became the first £100 a week footballer. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. The negotiations were really weird, weren't they? 
They were indeed, but we, we will move on to that. Um, so he moved to Fulham um, as a young lad, despite being from North London. Uh, this was because his friend Tosh Chamberlain was there and encouraged him to join. You don't get people called Tosh Chamberlain around here. <laughs> <laughs> More's the pity. <laughs> um, he turned professional at 17, which was the youngest age you could back then, made his debut at 18, and became a fan's favourite soon after. And he's a very un- outspoken chap, even at a young age. And... Uh, uh, even not long after he became a first team regular he would happily air his discontent on the field if his high standards weren't kept by his f- uh, fellow teammates um <laughs> and uh I, well yeah i mean it, it, some of the players Fulham had back then you know i mean um Bob, Bobby Robson of course uh, Bobby Moore would kind of take over from him uh, and uh, big Jimmy Hill oh yes big Jimmy Hill but it, it really was i mean his passing was um the thing that people just said was absolutely irresistible I mean many from Sirs Bobby Robson and, and Bobby Moore to Jimmy Greaves and, and even mm. Pele himself we've always got a quote from Pele <laughs> described him as the best passable they've ever seen and, and from a, a quote generate with Pele <laughs> pull one of those like one arm bandit things that yeah. comes up with drop something. box yeah. <laughs> yeah. just yeah. click on it Pele's kind of got the European players and Maradona's got the South American players yeah. isn't it? there's always a quote from one of those two yeah. do you think we could before like they both shuffle off this mortal coil just get <laughs> get them about the ramble yeah, yeah be brilliant if, we could get, if anybody knows Pele does Pele know Pele anymore <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, I mean for, for an Englishman in any era especially the 50s and the 60s to be an incredible passer of the ball and be described as the best passer of the ball seen is quite something mm. and, uh, you know, and, the, and the type of passes that, that, we, we, that we think of nowadays your Xavi and Iniesta through balls and your Alonso diagonals and the short pass and the Busquets and all those kind of things he was doing that back then mm. which really Really is incredible in the fifties and the sixties. Heavy know. ball, heavy ball. When it rains, especially England. Yeah, you know, <laughs> muddy pitch. Need always go goal on. Pass. The, the thing about um, the thing about I mean, it's probably true of a lot of clubs. But I was when I was reading up about Johnny Haynes and yeah. watching some of his stuff. And um, one thing that really hit home was they used to train on the pitch. They train on the, tra- yeah. on, on, the on, on the match day pitch. That's, That's right. Gonna so, yeah, and it really did. You, you'd <laughs> see towards the end of the video I watched. Um, the pitch is a mess. Yeah. It's like no one's thinking, why don't you just go train down the road? <laughs> yeah, you know, right, yeah. It's, it's really, I mean, so to make it even harder, you know. Yeah. Um, they, Jimmy Greaves said that um, Haynes always looked for the difficult ball, especially the through ball. Hmm. He's, he loved it. Uh, uh, Slips. Well, and he, and he said Haynes trusted his ability, which I love. Hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Bobby Robson said of Haynes, he had this great idea of the penetration of the pass and he always knew what was the best pass to give. Hmm. Um, the only problem was that not everyone was on the same page as him all the time. And he would let his teammates yeah, I get, know I get that a lot. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of his little trademarks was um, hands on the hips. Yeah. Just like, you can imagine him playing this pass and... Oh, and, and the statue of him outside of Fulham is one of hands on hips. Is it? Yeah. Which, oh. I, which I really oh, like. Oh, for bugger's sake. <laughs> <laughs> he was captain at 21 yeah. of, of the side as well. J- Jimmy Hill said he was a bit of a miserable so-and-so on the pitch um, and would let anybody know if they made a bad pass. But off the off the field, he was a good bloke. And he, and he said that he'd often sing on the way to uh, games and from games. A bit of Frank Sinatra. Oh, that's nice. On the, on the bus. I'll tell you, I started a bit of Frank Old Cluffy. Oh, did he? He was always playing Frank, apparently, yeah. yeah Old blue eyes. Absolutely. Um, he had a decent international career with England, it has to be said, but unfortunately due to injury, didn't have um, the best World Cup in 1958, which, you know, it was a shame for England around that time, because England were a very good side, but of course you had the, the Munich Air mm. disaster, um, you know, a few months before that. Uh, but they, they did have some some other good players as well. They did disappoint slightly and went out in the quarterfinal stages, but it was after the World Cup when England played the Soviet Union, uh, where he had... 
possibly his best game for England. One of the commentators before the game said Haynes should be dropped. England won five nil, and Haynes got his only international hat trick. Did he fox Yashin? He did. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if Yashin was playing. I'd imagine okay. it would have been though. Yeah. But five nil. He also captained England a number of times and led them out against Scotland in a nine three win. Get on that. <laughs> oh. Sail it home. <laughs> and and they, yeah, they were great sides, England sides back then, Robson, Greaves and, and, and co. Um, and before the 1962 World Cup, England went to Rome to play Italy. And Greaves remembered the game and, and he said, you know, there's a few minutes left and Italy were 2-1 up. And England weren't really in it. And uh, Jerry Hitchens got an equaliser out of nothing. And the home fans were really pissed off. They just thought it was an injustice. Yeah. England were rubbish. Um, and, uh, and then Jimmy Greaves, a Milan player at the time. Yeah. Um, I think it was in 60 when he poked home the winner in the last minute. And the crowd went mental. Like, they were hating every minute of it. They were throwing <laughs> insults and all sorts of objects on at the pitch. If Jimmy Greaves is on the pitch, he's going to score a goal. Yeah. So was like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, he said, but what he said, what he loved about um, Johnny Haynes was because everyone was going, Mental being all nasty and after the final whistle, Haynes did a lap of honour around the <laughs> give, it, give it that one. That's brilliant. Les, uh, yeah. Give it the pants hill. Lovely. Fill him as well. Exactly. Yeah. Well he's from North London. Yeah, yeah. Kentish yeah. Town, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, around the corner from Ramble HQ. Ramble HQ. Um England again sort of disappointed in the sixty two World Cup going out to uh, Brazil and Haynes' international career would soon be over after that. A couple of months later he was involved in a car crash, damaged mm. his knee ligaments, putting him out for the best part of a year. And Sir Alf Ramsey, um despite what some others thought believe, Haynes never quite got back to the player he was. Probably a fair decision from Ramsey. They won the World Cup in six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but he earned 56 international caps with 18 goals. And he was the first footballer, I think, to appear for England in every level of football available. Uh, in his era, schoolboys, youth, under 23, B, and senior. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he played a number of years more with Fulham. And he did love playing uh, Fulham, you know. They played entertaining football. And he was asked, you know, why he loved Fulham and stayed there. And he said, well, we'd score 100 goals in a season. And then he went on to say that the troubles we'd also concede a hundred, which is why we never won that league. Yeah, <laughs> so a lot of goals. But and as you said earlier, Luke, you know he he was nearly tempted away. Eighty thousand pounds was the offer from uh, Milan, and he would have been one of the highest played paid players in the world. But but it did turn into yeah, because around that era, I was, I was looking into this as well, and um, I, I forget his name. It might be Tommy Trinder was the owner of that's Fulham, right, and he's and he's like a he was like a star of stage and screen, like a comedian. He was, yeah. And it, he was a Fulham fan. He took over the club. Apparently, it was hilarious. Even the interview with him about Haynes. Yeah. Yeah. potential moves really funny yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. bizarre <laughs> him in his house in his easy chair smoking a cigarette just sort of being really genial about it yeah, yeah. It's, it's great to watch I'll, I'll put it up on the website well he would often tell Haynes as he's worth £100 a week yeah you know but I suppose it's, it's quite funny for chairman back then they could say that kind of thing because there's a £20 a week wage cap yeah ah oh, he's worth that he's worth this because yeah. he knows no one's going to pinch you and then Milan come along Ooh. I believe Jimmy Hill was um, Jimmy Hill was head of the PFA wasn't instrumental he instrumental in taking the uh, um, um, Max been wage cup away wasn't he he was yeah and it, and, and and it, it did and he did get his hundred pound in the in he the did end, didn't he? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Trinder sort of stuck to his word if you, if you know what I mean and and actually when when people think of the salary cap being abolished they think oh well look what it gave birth to but actually no that's not quite true actually, it gave what, a living wage too. it did I mean it was it was actually not a great wage and Jimmy Hill and the, and the guys did actually probably do a good thing unfortunately it's, it's gone the other it's way it's gone ridiculous but think now. about when we profiled Lofthouse who would be under mines yeah till, for, at three in the morning and then yeah. they'd go and play well, exactly because they had to because they didn't have enough money yeah Jimmy Hill said you know you could have a proper career in football and people would hone their skill and, and yeah. that kind of thing you know so yeah. it, it did make sense it did make sense um, so you know by the late 60s um uh, you know, Haynes was winding down his career with Fulham, and unfortunately, he didn't have a great time at the end of the two relegations, uh, and they kind of dropped down the leagues. But he finished playing 
1970. And after he finished with professional football, he went to South Africa to play um, for a spell in Durban. And he won the League and Cup out there, um, which was his only silverware that he ever won, actually. But at least he, he did win a league. In the apartheid era. Yeah. Uh, a lot Ooh. of them, of course, went over there. Bad at, to see. At the time. Hodgson. Rod- Hodgson was one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, quite a few of them did. Um, but uh, yeah, he, you know, he was known as the maestro. They loved him down at Craven Cottage. And uh, I think he scored nine hat tricks for Fulham. It's not bad, is it? It's not too bad, is it? Um, and he, he retired, obviously, after playing for Durban. Um, and then he would eventually go and live um, up in Edinburgh, where he ran a dry cleaning business. Um, with, <laughs> From with his... Durban to Edinburgh. <laughs> to run a dry cleaning business. Well, it could have been via London, I'm not, I'm not too sure. But sadly... He probably wanted the laundrette because he, um, he wanted the heat, possibly. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Back. He was sadly killed in, 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 as a result of a car crash in, in October 2005, just after his 71st um, birthday. And then um, a few years later, Fulham renamed the Stevenage Road stand, um, the Johnny Haynes stand, of course, and uh, the statue and, and whatnot. So he's well honoured down at Craven. the only one with a statue there, is he? Big Michael Jackson. Yeah. 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 In he good company. Like he gave just as much. Both entertainers. If not more. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't stop giving until he got enough. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. And then he comes to the Demon National Hall of Fame. Johnny Haynes. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble for this week. If you would like to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. Get on and there. Uh, mm. the website is thefootballramble.com facebook.com forward slash footballramble as well at the website I've just started doing a new series of videos oh no not those nothing ones nothing sexual <laughs> oh, I've been told dirty, dirty. by the YouTube user agreement <laughs> the YouTube um, union it's just, it's just me talking to different people about football and the first one is uh, Andy Top Brass Brassel he of uh, Five Live World Football Phoning fame he's and so others. clever and so relaxing to listen to yeah he's a delightful man little, little tip for you if you want to make yourself uh, look like you know nothing about football do an interview with Andy Brassel <laughs> which I have done yeah. and it's on the website footballramble.com and youtube.com forward slash footballramble there's other stuff on there as well loads, loads of things there's a picture of Kenny Pervy with a, a Russian hat yeah there. yeah it was disc or a hat sort of thing yeah, mm, yeah. Nice. If, if you hate your job <laughs> go on the footballramble.com yeah there's loads there's no boss key though <laughs> just, just if, if the boss comes just flip your computer off the desk yeah. and your yeah. boss probably loves it as well yeah, yeah. he'd be like proper up for and the bands and you might get a promotion yeah. yeah. So for crying out loud, I don't know what you're That's doing. That's how it not works in adverts for links. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> high fives. And yeah, football ramble. Woo! And if you're listening, links, we are available for those. <laughs> in this hot room, we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Right. That's enough. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, everyone. Say goodbye, Luke. Uh, goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs> Hayley McQueen, I'm ever so keen. 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 Don Hayley McQueen. Hey, ah, Marcus, you know you were saying that about Pele. Does Pele know Pele? Yes, I id. The id, the, the id, no.
I literally have no idea what you're saying. Did you, did you, I don't get it. What does it Come mean? Here. Tell me the joke. No. Come Come on. On. I, I would. I don't deserve it. I would. I did. Yes, I'm saving all my love for you. The championship season is over, and what a season it was. But the best is yet to come. It's the playoffs. Who will make it to the Premier League? And who will be left heartbroken at Wembley? Stay across it all with the second tier. We're bringing you episodes after every leg. And in between, we're revisiting the greatest moments in playoff history. It's real conversation with two real championship obsessives. So you can be in the know about everything happening in the playoffs. And share all your new knowledge in the pub with your mates. So come join us. We're your one-stop shop for the playoffs. Search second tier in your podcast app and hit subscribe. 